0: to stop what, stop what you're, you're doing and, and listen. What's making news around the world? Ah, uh, well, we didn't do what's making news yesterday, so I actually have a lot of backlog here, Steph. It's like a oh. It's like a dam that's been building. You need to break. In my pneumatic chair. Please do. Please do. Um, and I'd love him and I to also just sit back, relax, and enjoy. Um, Look, he's just taking that up he's, straight, it, it, straight taking away. The shoes off and the feet are up. But just have the mic ready, please, because we made, a, made an input. So uh, we've, we've found ourselves, staff with a real-life Home Alone 2 situation here. Have you watched Home Alone 2? Kevin! Uh, I don't know. Oh, it's the one where he gets lost in New York. They're running through the airport. No, He's trying to put the batteries one. in the camera. That the family seen. goes off to the left. He goes off to the right and misses the plane. We've got a real life Home Alone two situation because an infant was abandoned uh, at Tel Aviv by his parents at the airport who tried to board a flight to Belgium without him after they failed to purchase a ticket for him. So went up to the gate. It was intentional. Went up to the gate, had the tickets, hand them over. Where's the ticket for your kid? Now most infants travel free maybe it's different in Israel um, where's your ticket for the kid we don't have one well you're going to need one for him to fly well we won't accept this so we're just going to leave him here and jump on the plane ourselves which is exactly what they did oh my God. they're probably going to get charged for some sort of child abuse um, but yeah they just left them next to the check-in counter while they rushed towards the security line so they could board the flight that, that feels to me like they got there. And said, "Right, well, I've got my ticket." The, other, the mum says, oh, "I've got my ticket." And they both turn to the baby. Well, "Did you sort yours out?" I don't think Oh, well, bad luck. Well, babies do, Jim. I mean, it's they—they they probably were being hard done by, but still, I mean, how boarding how much- a flight via baby. How much of the blame does the um, airline need for this? Because they obviously enforced, hey, that baby doesn't have a ticket, so it won't be I getting on I think that was flight. their point. They were, they, were, they were making a moral stand by saying, well, you look after the baby then, and we'll go fly away. And the parents called their bluff. So <laughs> exactly, we'll <just> it <laughs> yeah. Exactly, it might backfire if they get put in prison. Um, this, wow. is a, this is a good, this is story of the week, uh, potential staff. Mm-hmm. A man in Singapore has is suing a woman million because she saw him as a friend and didn't want to be in a relationship. He got friend-zoned, and he wants to sue her for $3 million. So let me just read through this, if I may. A man in Singapore has taken rejection very much to heart and decided to launch a lawsuit against his love interest. Mr. K. Kashigan met Miss Nora Tan in 2016, according to the Straits Times. However, the latter saw him more as a friend. The man says by 2020, he thought their relationship was a little closer four years later. As he called her his quote-unquote closest friend. However, Miss Tam wanted her mate to chill out a bit and reduce the time they were spending with each other. She said it was important they had boundaries and hopefully uh, that would result in a better friendship. However, Mr. Kashigan didn't see it that way and threatened legal action against her. He reportedly gave her a letter that stated he was entitled to monetary damages rising from negligent infliction of emotional distress and possible defamation. Even though she said his intentions made her feel uncomfortable, Kashigan gave her an ultimatum. She was told to either give in to his desires or suffer damage to her personal and pro- professional endeavours. Um, and what do you do in that situation, Staff? You sued him for $3 million. I wonder in the fullness of time if he will refer to this young woman as his girlfriend at the time. Ooh, is Mr Kashigan an uh, alias for M Stafford? I'm is just it? wondering. Okay. Brad and, and I talked about are a seed wondering. a couple of weeks ago. Now I'm just thinking I'm putting two and two together here. Brad and I are just wondering. It's taking the friend zone to the limits here. Um, speaking of leaving babies in places you shouldn't, um, a dad has lost custody of his daughter after he left her at home, expecting his Alexa to babysit her while he was at the pub. <laughs> hey so Alexa, he out, look after my kid. Literally, exact word for word, what he said. Alexa, babysit my child. Wow. He went off to the pub and he used Alexa to look after uh, his girl, a thirty-year-old 30 man, um, from eight pm until two am. So quite a He's gone long on a time. Bender um and they only found this out because when he got home he'd had a couple of drinks and he's got into a big stouch with uh his partner who I think he came home with at the same time not not the not the kid's daughter uh, mother sorry so she had just been out with him came home with him and they had an argument people heard it called the police and the police came round and then found out that you know he had left the kid at home and all that sort of jazz so yeah not uh not flash and finally given that it's uh b-man broadcast operations birthday today happy birthday b-man 22 years old staff i bought this story i put the story in specifically for him because a lady on social media don't have a full name here don't even know the name of the establishment but she has taken a tiktok to reveal a receipt that she received at a restaurant that she recently went to and on that receipt down the bottom was a charge for 25 dollars, and the 25 five dollar charge was for quote-unquote one cake cut they charged you 25 bucks to cut the cake when they bought it out. <laughs> wow. that's gotta be that's up there with corkage. some of the most flagrant. Yeah, corkage. corkage. Yeah, corkage. Six dollar corkage. Yep. I'll just open it up myself. Yeah, just give me the <laughs> give me the screw thing and I'll pop it off. Yeah, it's not that hard to cut a cake, is it? Maybe they cut it into individual pieces. No, so it's. It's about the revenue they're missing out on, no one's going to order dessert. Ah, I see. That's what it is. Yeah. So it's compensation for not ordering dessert. I once emceed a wedding and the uh, catering company came up and tried to negotiate with me that the wedding party hadn't paid for a cutting service, they'd paid for the cake to be served but there was a separate fee for the cake to be cut. Wow. And they wanted you to, to break, wanted that, break that to the wedding party. Me? <laughs> and I said, you guys just go and cut that, and then you talk to someone else tomorrow. I, I, I really don't like it when you MC event staff and people come up to you and expect you to do things for them that is not in your remit, you know? Yeah. Not saying this has happened, but they walk up to you and be like, hey, um, we're actually letting go of Cassandra tonight. If you could just break that to everyone, that'd be fantastic. And you're like, I'm here to, like, yeah. give you awards out, not, not send people <laughs> home. But that's what happens. Anyway, you want a fact? You know I want a fact. Um, did you know that, and this is um, sort of theoretical as opposed to, because th- they would never know, but before colour TV, people were more likely to dream in black and white. Wow. Yeah. They did a study so um, before the nineteen sixties, or sorry, after the nineteen sixties, um, that suggested that eighty three percent of people dreamed in colour. Uh, more, more people dreamed in colour, and that coincided right at the same time with when colour TVs were coming out. So they sort of have predicted that before colour TVs, people dreamed in black and white. Well, if they had some sort of TV, yeah, I can't dream. remember what colour I dreamed in before we got the Thorn Precision twenty two. Did you dream in LCD or plasma? Oh. oh, geez, they didn't come for ages. Oh, OLED. 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 Yeah. What about before 3D glasses were ever a thing? <laughs> did you, did you drive in 2D? Like Mickey flat? Mouse. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a fact for you. It's been sent through by Chris. Uh, Air New Zealand owned Ansett Australia and Qantas owned Ansett New Zealand at the time of both Ansett Airlines' demise. Fact of the day. Back in a mo.